1: Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision.
0: As we do on a Monday, always like to check in with the Australian Christian Lobby. Dan Flynn is Deputy Director of the ACL. Dan's with us. Hi, Dan. Welcome along to 2020.
1: Great to be back. How are you, Neil?
0: I'm well, thank you, Dan. Trusting you had a pleasant uh, and refreshing break over Christmas and New Year, but uh, you're back at the at the uh, the coalface, working hard. There are some huge issues going on. I wonder if we might start, then, with just a bit of an update on where things are at with one of the most crucial pieces of legislation uh, that has been introduced into the parliament, perhaps in decades, and that is the religious discrimination bill. Uh, where are things at with that?
1: You Need know, a lot of hard work over the summer uh, for uh, Christian organisations and churches. Uh, There was a committee hearing uh, in December. A couple of committee hearings, also a committee hearing last Thursday. Uh, Neil, that involved a number of uh, Christian organisations, ACL, along with uh, Freedom for Faith, Institute for Civil Society, the Human Rights Law Alliance, uh, Christian Schools Australia, the Catholic Bishops, uh, the Sydney Anglicans, and on and on it goes. So on Thursday, uh, in front of the Senate, all of these Christian groups appeared. Uh, to support the Bill and on Friday the 21st of January, those who are opposed to the Bill appeared Equality Australia and others so there's been two days of hearing the, both committees have provided a report to the Parliament by the 4th of February and then Parliament resumes, um, I think on around the 7th or, or 8th uh, of February In fact, Tuesday the 8th, so um, There'll be a few days in which this bill could pass, Neil, uh, but I think it'll be a bit like getting a camel to the eye of the needle, uh, given the, the truncation of time.
0: Uh, interesting one here, Dan, because uh, if the bill is voted on when federal parliament returns early February, uh, that would mean yes. that there'd be a vote before a federal election. If yeah. they uh, push it off to another inquiry, another committee, if they delay this at some level, uh, it then goes beyond uh, what is likely to be the federal election. Any thoughts about you know the, the way the government might be seeing it as a priority to vote on this in February?
1: Look, I think the government would definitely like to get this passed and I think also the Labor opposition would like to see it passed because I have this feeling, Neil that neither, neither side of politics actually want this to be an election issue when the election is held in May. They'd both like to see it uh, resolved uh, and settled. Now, uh, the chances are that there will still be a live issue and the coalition will be able to say, well, this is our bill. Labor will um, be put in a position where they'll have to say we do or do not support the bill. And so, you know, it, it's a hot potato it would be best resolved, I think both parties feel, uh, if it's passed. Certainly uh, for your listeners, Neil, and for our supporters, the wider Christian community, we're not so concerned about the timing. We're concerned about the accuracy of it. We want a bill that actually provides meaningful protections, uh, particularly for uh, people's expression of faith, their, their manifestation of their faith. We'd like to see that protected. It's very important.
0: Dan, late last year, and a good reminder for listeners because there were rumours of backroom deals being done around this religious uh, discrimination bill uh, and there were even the threats that were coming from the Australian Christian Lobby to withdraw support from that uh, bill if there were backroom deals being done. Uh, Any thoughts around uh, those sorts of developments? Is there any more clarity there?
1: Look, it would seem, uh, just based on the passing of time and the fact that there has been no amendment uh, to the legislation, it would seem that there hasn't been a backroom deal done because all of the parties are now in front of committees uh, discussing the drafts uh, without any such change, uh, you know, in accordance with some backroom deal to abolish Section 38.3 of the Sex Discrimination Act. Um, Having said that, um, uh, no one really knows. I think that um, uh, apart from those involved uh, in the arrangements, nobody really knows if a deal was done, but um, uh, it would appear uh, that there is no uh, deal done. And in fact, uh, probably the most recent intelligence uh, is that the Attorney-General, in speaking to Family Voice Australia on their webinar, uh, seemed to indicate that there was no deal and any changes to the Sex Discrimination Act will follow 12 months after the passing of the Religious Discrimination Bill. So I think we can put a full stop on it there based on her uh, public statements, the Attorney-General's public statements, and uh, that risk uh, of a a five-minute corridor deal impacting on the Religious Discrimination Bill. I think that threat has abated.
0: Dan, if there is going to be debate and even the possibility of a vote on this legislation in the early February sitting, is there anything listeners ought to be doing to uh, encourage or bolster the position of a Christian position on these issues? Is there anything you're calling people to do?
1: Look, certainly uh, it's very relevant for people to be in touch with their House of Representatives uh, MPs. Uh, and their senator. So there's 151 electorates. Most of your listeners would know who their federal MP is uh, and contact with that person to urge support for the religious discrimination bill is very relevant and most people have access to that information. Um, we will know shortly whether this is actually going to be tabled before the parliament and we will make available any relevant tools for people to better connect with their MP. Uh, so we will, we will know, um, you know, in a few days' time, I think, uh, whether the bill will be debated or not.
0: Well, so important is this legislation. If you can't believe or state your belief... Uh, Really, you're under an authoritarian, uh, even dictatorship regime that even monitors thought. That's how important it is, not just for the Christian community, but for every single Australian. Uh, We'll be following that along uh, closely with the Australian Christian Lobby and other organisations too, Hey, Dan, let's tackle some other issues that are going on. Of course, the New South Wales euthanasia legislation, the lower house voted in support of the Voluntary Assisted Dying Bill in December last year, 52 votes to 32. Uh, What's the latest movement on that euthanasia bill in New South Wales?
1: Look, it's a case of, again, another inquiry, but this inquiry will report by the 22nd of February, and we can expect a debate in the upper house in the Legislative Council. And, um, look, we are concerned about the numbers, to be honest, Neil. Um, you know, um, the the arguments that uh, we should not be uh, authorising the killing of vulnerable people towards the end of their life, uh, for some reason, Neil, uh, that uh, that argument has not uh, been gaining traction, despite the valiant attempts uh, of the new Premier, Premier uh, Perite. Uh, the numbers appear to be with those who support uh, this euthanasia provision. Um, we are concerned about it. We are engaged in it. And it will be um, a matter of sort of, I suppose, hand-to-hand combat when this comes before the Legislative Council. Um, but we are concerned about the outcome. And, but it won't, won't stop us fighting, Neil. Uh, we've got to be in all these fights. And being faithful is more important than winning.
0: Well, we might hope that those who are in uh, levels of power and uh, making this sort of legislation... Uh, might be able to discern with some degree of understanding things that have been going on in other parts of the world, Dan, because uh, it doesn't seem to be any sort of hidden or any vague way of thinking about what happens with euthanasia legislation. Uh, it really will open the door to wrongful deaths as as it's happened so much in other parts of the world. Uh, so here we are, New, New South Wales, uh, with the opportunity to knock this back, but, uh, but that's uh, certainly a significant uh, factor at hand, isn't it, uh, what happens overseas? Hey, Dan, there's a whole lot of big things that are still coming this year. Something listeners will be very interested to perhaps be a part of is this whole new frontier in human experimentation. Uh, that's being explored by our federal politicians, who are looking to amend the Prohibition of Human Cloning for Reproduction Act, two thousand and two, and research involving human embryos. It's called Maves' Law. Uh, what's your understanding of how all that works, Dan?
1: The idea of Maves' Law or mitochondrial donation is that um, uh, a hel- unhealthy uh, cell can be replaced by a healthy cell. So you basically Um, uh, you create, in effect, two embryos and you take a healthy part of one embryo, replace that uh, instead of an unhealthy part of another embryo and you have created a healthy baby. The problem with that, and it's a huge problem, is that the embryo that's created to provide that part or that healthy cell must die in the process. So embryos are created uh, for these um, to provide these parts uh, to, you know, to, to make a healthy uh, baby. Uh, it's ethically, you know, extremely troubling, and uh, the matter has gone before the House of Representatives. Uh, the uh, the bill has passed. I think it passed on the first of December with ninety two uh, people voting in support. Ninety two MPs in support, 29 against. And I've had a look at uh, the the speeches of those who voted against and uh, quite strongly uh, they were pro-life and concerned about uh, the fact that we are creating embryos, and I don't want to be too coarse, but creating embryos for spare parts. And that can never be acceptable. And um, the bill has passed the lower house, uh, and, of course, it, it passes on compassionate grounds that nobody wants to have a baby that has this mitochondrial condition, which, you know, um, is sort of... Uh, uh, there's a lot of illnesses that go with mitochondrial disease, and no, no one wants their child to have that. The children who do have it uh, tend to die young and suffer greatly. But the solution involving, uh, you know, what's politely termed as... Um, uh, you know, embryonic wastage uh, is just not correct. Obviously, the other ethical uh, matter that will concern your listeners are that the the baby that's born to uh, the mother will uh, effectively has two mothers because uh, there's DNA from the donor um, uh, mother of the embryo that gets to die, uh, and the mother that delivers the baby. So it's, it's a three-parent baby. One one. Father to mothers, uh, and that's that's a place we've never gone before in Australia. Uh, this will probably get up in front of the Senate in the next two weeks. I think they have a fairly full list of legislation, um, but uh, it's it's likely to pass. And um, we have, we continue to do uh, some lobbying on this and meeting with MPs on this, and but with uh, a number like. Uh, 62 to 29, um, I beg your pardon, um, 92 to 29 in the lower house, it's going to be difficult to stop in the Senate. Uh, But it's a matter of great concern, and the ethical concern of um, uh, abortion or of creating embryos that must die in the interests of medical research uh, is just simply something that God doesn't approve of. that.
0: Uh, you know, when we take that biblical Christian view that we're created in the image and likeness of God, uh, then every single person, and that means every in- embryo, uh, has value. And so uh, is it ever ethical to advance scientific knowledge by means of experimentation on unwilling human subjects. And as Christians, we typically say no. And that's uh, the way it guides, uh, the way we make a a position on those sorts of things. Uh, So just when that legislation then comes before the Senate, Dan... Uh, ACL urging federal MPs to make some significant amendments to the legislation. Uh, you probably haven't got any time to go into what those amendments are, but but you, you really you have to take a, a position here where you say, let's do the best we can to protect those embryos. Would that be the case?
1: They've probably right. Here, look, one uh, gain that has been achieved is that uh, this experimentational research is not allowed for the purpose of sex selection. So nobody can... Uh, choose to have a male or a female uh, child. In other words, yeah, you do it because you want a certain uh, sex of your baby. So there was an amendment before the House of Representatives which achieved that outcome. Uh, that amendment is a helpful and useful one, um, but uh, the problem is, is too big to be resolved by a small amendment and um, overwhelmingly those who were pro-life uh, in the parliament voted against it. So we will certainly... Keep people informed and uh, we'll have a presence in the Parliament uh, during these uh, last two weeks of the year, which we think will be uh, the two February sitting weeks before the election.
0: Okay, Hey, Dan, it's going to be a huge year ahead so far as elections go because there's going to be a state election in New South Wales in March. Uh, That's set down for the 19th of March. That's not that far away. Uh, Then a state election in Victoria at the end of the year, 26th of November. That date's already sort of set in concrete and a federal election could be called any time. So elections left, right and centre through the year and ACL, no doubt you'll be looking to do all that you can to be able to put positions on those elections up on your website so Christians can have some insight into how candidates and how parties are voting according to a lot of these ethical issues that we
1: talk about. A big year for elections isn't it? Well that's right Neil and I think one of the things that people will see from the Australian Christian Lobby this year is that uh, we are very focused on the issues and that we won't be barracking for any particular party in in either the state legislations or the federal election. And the first election up is in on March, I think, uh, March the 19th. That's a South Australian election. And uh, there are a number of MPs there who voted to achieve late-term abortion. Some are Liberal, some are Labor. Uh, they're going to be hearing from their supporters who haven't forgotten about this. Uh, and uh, the vote of... Uh, the South Australian people will be impacted by the the vote of these MPs on abortion. And we're not going to let uh, the people of South Australia or those MPs forget about it as though it was something unimportant. This is important and we will highlight it uh, during the South Australian election campaign.
0: And we'll be encouraging listeners to monitor the Australian Christian Lobby website for election uh, detail how all the parties, how all the candidates shape up in light of a Christian worldview. Always appreciate your insights, Stan Flynn, and uh, no doubt uh, we'll be hearing from yourself and we'll be hearing from uh, the likes of, uh, you know, uh, all of, well, there's a, a number, isn't there,
1: uh, of... Uh, Martin Niles, uh, uh, Wendy, Wendy Francis, Wendy Francis. Francis. Christopher Bro here in South Australia. Uh, we've got uh, great uh, operators in all of the states And, um, yeah, they'll they'll all be uh, making a major contribution this year. And thank you for your support, Neil, in highlighting these very important issues.
0: Well, no doubt being such a big year, I'll look forward to whatever we can do from our end here uh, to help listeners understand the issues that are going on in the elections, whether they be those two state elections or a federal election, uh, that date's still unknown. Dan Flynn. Great getting an update. Uh, Dan's Deputy Director of the Australian Christian Lobby, the ACL website, acl.org.au, and uh, that's the one to be able to uh, keep an eye on, those developments as they are happening, acl.org.au. Dan, thanks so much for the update today on 2020.
1: God bless you, Neil.